0: Hello everybody and welcome to my brand new podcast! Music to live for with Shanti, it's me, Shanti, a Swiss musicologist and stage manager, talking with different artists and discussing different topics belonging to the music business. I don't think there is a more charismatic hardcore scene than the Belgian one. Years ago, I organized the band X Vicious X here in Basel, and I became good friends with David Bickman, one of the two singers of the band. The years have passed, but the passion for music has remained. Together, we discuss the music scene, having a band and a family. Devi has a great taste in clothes. To me, is the only true influencer. So let's go! Check this out! <laughs> music too late for! We shout! Hello, everybody, and welcome to my brand new podcast. This is Music to Live Wood Shanti, and today I'm here with Devi. Hi, Devi. How are you doing? How are you doing? It's such a long time without not seeing you. Man, I'm so happy to see you. Yeah, even through the video, but it's so amazing. Man, It's it's
1: been like seeing you face to face has been like six years or something. So it's really amazing to see you sitting right here. Right now, so um, yeah, I'm really happy to see you too, man.
0: Yeah, thank you to be part of this podcast. Um, for those who are gonna listen to right now, Music to Live for with Shanti is, is simply me, Shanti, talking with some friends that I had in on the music scene, a musician, technicians, and artists in general, and we just talk freely about our experiences uh, and how about music. And the music scene is important in our daily life, Davy. Before we start the episode, I let you introduce yourself so the audience will know who you are. So uh, I'm I'm Davy from uh, from Belgium.
1: Um, I have three bands currently. Most will know me from um, X Fishes X, the straight edge heavy hardcore band. Um, I'm also playing Animal Club, the more youthful band. And I also have a new band coming up um, at the moment. It's called Game Changer. It's uh, also a really heavy hardcore band. So um, you will see about that real soon.
0: All right, that sounds just, just hot. That's great. So, but you are the singer in this band.
1: Yeah, you know, back in the days, like... Before hardcore, I, I used to play drums, but I really sucked at it. And to be honest, I'm going to tell you a fun story. I once played um, drums for Vicious, um, once in, in Germany and, one, and once in a show in Belgium. Germany was quite okay, but then uh, in Belgium, <laughs> it was with Year of the Knife and Jesus Peace. And we had no drummer and I was like, oh wait, you know what? I don't want to cancel. I'm just going to play drums, but I can play drums. It, I suck in it. And really, I... It, it was such a bad show but i had so much fun i was actually the only one having fun because the other band members were really like ashamed but i didn't care because like kevin pictures would say it's only hardcore who cares
0: yeah I, I know that feelings when you want to play and you're in a band amazing experience but then you got said, yeah, some of members maybe want to you know have others idea or their goals than you and you are just there just to be part of it and to have fun because in the end, uh, music, it's fun. Uh, make Hearts is fun. And, and I had so good memories of playing with some bands and I remember some people criticizing, you know, because that band sounds like something else or, you know, like, or I already heard that song. I said, but man, I don't care. I'm on the stage and playing and I'm having a lot of fun.
1: Indeed, and that's what it should be all about. And I think a lot of people forget Uh, like in hardcore forget about having fun they take things too seriously i I know you have to take values of hardcore seriously but all the rest have some fun as well because in the end we're working like um 24 7 sometimes i know you know you work a lot and then you're you're happy to have an escape from reality and you don't need like Um, serious motherfuckers Uh, you know like uh, watching you and judging you you don't need that you just want to have fun and release the pressure of everyday life
0: yes you know uh, this reminds me you know this kind of a person that yeah they decide to change a little bit their life like thinking you grow up so you stop playing with friends or listen to this kind of sound and you just go playing tennis, you know, nothing against who (laughs) plays tennis, but you know what I mean? And, and I, there has been, there was a moment in my life where I felt a little bit alone in my choices, you know, keep being straight edge, understanding being um, better. What does it mean to me being straight edge? Um, um, What does it mean for me? The tattoos I have and uh, why I still wearing these band shirts. I mean, it's not because it's trendy. It's because I love the band, I love the message. And uh, and also, you know, being, oh, yeah, I want to go to the concert or, no, I'm not willing to go that. And I choose to do these other activities. And sometimes some people are just open-minded and they say, oh, that's cool because I notice, I feel that it's important to you. And others just look at you, like, from, from the feet for to your forehead and say, hmm... You may have to grow up, guy. I say, what? <laughs> yeah, but I think this is a part of the process. But as you said, what does it mean being true to, to the scene or being true to, to the passion for this kind of music and all the m- main topics that you can find in it? You know, like, it's not that everybody has to be uh, vegan, have to be that, and that you can... Also, it's so important having your own opinion on something and not just, just be like the sheep that the sea don't want you to be. <laughs> and um, um, I have to be honest, I'm not so into this woke society. I mean, there's a lot of important topics coming out, even the music scene that you are in. But sometimes it seems that you <coughs> have to picture everything fine, that everything it's okay. But and it's, sometimes it's kind of scary having other opinions and being part of this scene. But in the end, in the end, this is also this show who's growing up, I suppose.
1: Well, it's an interesting thing that you said there about like the op- opinions in in hardcore scene, because um, I think, which is a, a huge problem in the in hardcore scene is that like, um, if you don't follow an opinion, you're being cast out immediately. And it's like, okay, no, but we have to talk about stuff, you know, like, um, I think in in the hardcore scene, I think most of the people are like against racism, are um, yeah, ag- actually yeah, against sexism, against homophobia, all of that. In general, everyone is everyone is like that. But like if if sometimes an opinion is slightly different, like even if they're anti anti-raci- racist, anti racist, and this or that. Still, then you're being cast out, and I think that's that's not a a good attitude. I think like if you're all there together for the huge common goal to improve the world, just just listen to each other instead of
0: cancel a, a person or 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 whatever I think that's that my we forget that um we all ha come from different experiences in the end, so this is also the approach that you have with different topics you know like and, uh, yeah, uh, but I think this is so important. And I think that um, not just to show that being part active of one scene, but also try to, to use it in the music. I think it's cool because if we look at song from 50, 60 years ago, you see that even in the past, let's say, um, you, there is all this idea of sharing this message to to also being provocative. It's always been part of the scene, you know, it's not that I remember being a teenager where you have uh, Marilyn Manson, that he was like, yeah, one of the most transgressive artists, you know? And, uh, but if you look back to it, it's something that belongs to this. And I think that it belongs also in, what does it mean being a musician and try to, to bring out your opinion in the end i think i think um, i never been in a, in a straight edge band honestly i always be uh, the straight edge member <laughs> but not uh, and i always wanted to to go out and sing a little bit about what i feel and um i never had the chance and so um speaking about what to sing i remember meeting you where you were singing with Vicious 6 and um Amazing concert, great sound, great atmosphere. Because it was funny. <laughs> you were two singers, right? Yeah. Two singers. yeah. And I always love this in in whatever kind of band when you have these two because you you have two kind to, two to different person, personalities on stage, and yeah, and there was this good balance in between, and and you gave it like this groove and and this this special atmosphere. But what the energy was high. Hi, and um, so um, about the the way you, about what would you share with this band? Um, is some did you try really to put in between the fun part uh, something also serious that you want to share? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, I like if he,
1: if if you see some of our. Uh, lyrics like society's path. Uh, we discuss. I discuss society. Uh, for example, like it's like serious topic. You know, like um, of course, like like you said before, in hardcore, it's it's about message as well. If if you if you don't have a message in hardcore, for me, it, it loses hardcore as well. You know, like because hardcore is about spreading a message and and it has um, political value as well um but with vicious were also more concentrated on the fun part because in heavy hardcore they forget about having fun because it's all about being tough and and beat each other up uh, in, in a matter of speaking and not about like uh, just having fun with your friends and uh, go hard but don't show your testosterone level uh so um. Uh, I think with vicious, the mo- most of the things that we're trying to do is to um, show to the people that there is another way than just be violence. Mm-hmm. You can be you can be violent, but you have to be respectful uh, on one another. At the contrary, yeah, like I said, our uh, re- lyrics are most or m- most of personal experiences, uh, and the only thing that's really like where a, a really clear message might be a society's path and, and back for life maybe misery as yeah, maybe misery as well but like we and we have only one straight edge song because we're like um, actually we don't sing a lot about straight edge maybe because it's we don't have the need to sh- to share it or something i don't know yeah it's, it's
0: a, about <laughs> it's about the way you're acting in that scene, or in on the daily life, that showed, and your decision, and how strong is a bound for you, it is philosophy or mentality or whatever you like to yeah. call it. You know?
1: Yeah. because because oh, it's like you like you said before, like that you're also. I, you probably have a lot of people asking you like, why don't you drink this and that? Blah blah blah. I think it's sad nowadays that that not drinking is more weird than drinking I think it's it should be the opposite in, in a way like I always like my ex my ex-girlfriend she, she did drugs she she um, drank alcohol she smoked uh, cigara- cigarettes I, I didn't give a shit it was her choice you know um, everyone actually make, makes their own choices and I, I don't care as long as those people are, are happy I don't give a shit but it's like that the people who are not straight edge always have to be difficult about someone being straight edge. And then I'm like, this is wrong. It's, it's weird. Yeah. uh, There was this
0: opinion that you have to, that this person that is straight edge has to judge you because you are smoking or drinking. I always had this, uh, this approach and it's definitely not in my personality, you know, to be pushy or something. (coughs) Of course, if somebody will ask my, own opinion, I will say straight, you know, I think that this is like this and this and that. I see things like this and that, but in the end it's your choice. But it happened that oh, Shanti, there. yeah, oh, it's cool, Oh, yeah, we drink this, this. oh, now, yeah, oh, still, you, you're still Star Trek, star. I don't know, some people call it like Star Trek. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I still, the one who didn't drink, well, sorry guys. <laughs> yeah, then, you know, like and I don't know these judgmental things i uh, I think it comes out of uh, always people maybe just not telling how really the things are, and there is also mis- a lot of misconception on many topics and uh, on the other side, I think it's something more personal, like when somebody is doing something and inside of him it's no that it's not maybe the right choice maybe maybe because he's doing this. Because they think that okay, if I get high or if I drink or if I act in some way, uh it would be easy to me to be accepted. I mean, I, I guess we get through this. Everybody will through this, yeah. And um, <coughs> on the other side, as I said, um, it's most of, of of you acting or when you talk to somebody. Yes. Like, so it happened to me that years after I met some guys and uh, and they told me, oh, you know, like. I remember you. are uh, you still. Ah, uh, you're still. You still do not drink. I say you know? And uh, because it's okay for me, it's not something that I need. Uh, and I don't like it. I don't like the taste of it. And when they say, "Oh, you know, much respect," because now years after, I kind of understand or I kind of get into this. And this is interesting, you know, because um, yeah, I did this kind of uh, this kind of idea that it seems that if you choose to be there like this you have to push the orders. That, that's something that I never get. It.
1: Yeah, me, me neither. Because I think like the people who are too militant are those who are gone in three years or more or less. Because it's, yeah. it's, it's like they want to convince themselves. Like if I go really hard in it, I'm really straight edge. You know what I mean? Because I, I, I don't... I don't need to push my opinion or whatever on people because it's, it's my opinion. I don't need to push others or convince others. But some people are like, they're setting the standards so high for, for themselves that they cannot keep up to those values anymore. And thus, I think most of the militant people, militant in every, in, in every aspect, are like that. Most of them, not all of them. But most of them are like that. I know a lot of people who were really militant straight edge and they all dropped out. For me, I don't give a shit if they dropped or not. But it's funny that those were the most really uh, against everything people and now they're just doing everything they used to hate.
0: Yeah, that's something interesting. The thing that one day you are... uh the cleanest person let's say like this like and then when you decided to n- do not be uh, part of this movement or you understand that strategy doesn't mean really something important to you it seems like you you jump really into the fire <laughs> like the opposite yeah. <laughs> as you said um, I, I also don't care like I'm more for the person I have in front of me I say you know we are, you, you make your own decision. But something sad that happened, and I'm happy that it happened with somebody with whom I could talk about it, is that um, I went into uh, a shop and um, the guy who came asking for if I need some help, I uh, was a, a friend of mine, still a friend of mine, but at the time uh, we know just from the music scene and he was part of a vegan straight edge crew. And they were kind of violent <coughs> uh, at the time. And I then with the time I heard that the thing just just scramble, nobody stay on this, on this path. And, uh, and then I told me, oh, it's such a long time, let's go have a coffee. And then we saw so we had this coffee and while we're drinking something, you know, Shanti, I'm kind of surprised that you come to me, inviting me for coffee or something like this, because I thought that since I break the hedge, uh, you were interested to, you know, to hanging out with me or, like, yeah, talk to me and say, no, man, I I just, I know you, and we always enjoy good music, and, and now, years after, we are here, and we are just talking between two people. I mean, and this is Wait. something that's a little bit scares me in some ways because um, it was a kind of a prejudice that I... I never had in my mind, you know, I don't want to speak with this person. If I don't speak with somebody for other reasons, maybe more, you know, it's not that. It's not that. But it it was, let's say that it was the first person with whom I have the chance to talk about it, because with others, it seems like, okay, I just burned the bridges. It was part of the past of these years, having... You know, they don't want you anymore to recall, remember him. Oh, do you remember that concert? Do you remember you had that nickname at the time? And I say, it's something nice to tell, you know, but those people just don't <laughs> want to say, no, I don't want your energy. So this is one of, uh, one of the reasons maybe because I don't talk to this person, but not because he, in this specific case, you break the edge, you know? Yeah.
1: A straight edge doesn't define a person's personality, eh? And I think, like, it's it's it, it's unsad in your case that people think, like, okay, he's still straight so he will judge me that I'm not straight-edge anymore. Because, like, I think there are a lot of people, like, you and me, who are just chill about everything. You know, like, who cares? <laughs> if you're a nice person, you're a nice person. And I don't care if you drink or smoke or whatever. If you're nice, you're nice.
0: Yeah, in the end, it's this. And... I. If you, for me, if a person is not hate carrying,
1: it's all fine for me.
0: Yes. This is something that uh, I think (coughs) even nowadays with social media, um, because if you think, I guess we both went into the scene when, I mean, I remember I did that when I first started listening to punk rock and stuff like this. I didn't have a computer at home, you know, like and uh, there was still the modem and still like, I remember the first time I discovered YouTube, uh, I just went to watch offspring or bad religion videos, you know, like yeah, oh, yeah that yeah. was the hype. So, um, the impact of technology. And I broke this topic, um, also out in other episodes of the podcast, um, how social media influence. Uh, Of course, this idea, you know, like, okay, I can put this hashtag, I put this and that so people understand in which direction I go with my mind. But I don't know, personally, I'm not feeling like this, but uh, I suppose that there is a whole whole generation or maybe also two that they grow up with these new standards. And um, this is interesting in a way that you, you you really don't know how people are really willing to discuss face to no, face. know and to propose themselves. The thing the thing is like,
1: um, if 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 a, a big shot uh, like this, just uh, an anhaling stick as so we say in uh, <laughs> in in Dutch. Like if, if a big guy in hardcore uh, or somebody who. Means something, and even then, it's. But I don't know how how do you say it in, in, in English. If I do this,
0: mm, I don't know. So,
1: so sad, so sad. You know, like okay, eh, a so called a so called big man in hardcore, because eh, there ain't no big man. Everybody is equal in my eyes. Um, Tell something in hardcore. For example, if someone if someone says A C A B, everyone's going to follow it blindly. Blindly. They, even if they don't have background, they're going to follow it. Either way. And if, you're, if you don't, you're out, you're cancelled. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think with social media, it's like some people, they're afraid to think for themselves at the moment because if they go against the current, they might get cancelled or whatever or that we might get looked at. And I think not everyone is really 100% honest in everything they say on the internet about opinions or whatever. At the contrary, you also have people who like to discuss, and that is also really good. But you always have, the people who are discussing on topics are most of the time the people who are extreme, extreme in their ideas, or it's the, the one side or the other. The other, the other people, they're just gonna not going to into this, in, going to be into the discussion because they're like, we don't, we cannot convince the other ones of our opinion or whatever because they, they are too strong focused on their ideas. Mm-hmm. And I think like on, on social media, it's hard to um, talk to people and have a decent conversation where we can both understand each other's uh, thinkings and each other's ways. Cause for me, if I have an opinion and you talk to me, you can change it. Really. You can, you can change it, but talk to me in, on a decent way and not in a, on an aggressive way. It's not because I think that the way that I'm a bad guy, just show me the way and, and co- try to convince me with, with stuff and have a conversation. Mm-hmm. But I think on, on, on social media, it, it's most of the time really aggressive and, um, Hating most of the time hating on people, and if you um if you can expose someone, then you're the better person, you know, like mm-hmm. oh I exposed this one, oh now I'm the better person now its I got sea points we would say back in the days in uh, two thousand
0: and eight yeah. <laughs> yeah. no, as you said, communication um and Something that I miss uh, of touring or also being here in the country, working in some concert hall is uh, really just uh, have the chance to meet random person, you know, like, or technician being there or other artist, and have it, you know, that moment where you start talking like we're doing right now. And and you, you really see how people open themselves or they want to share their own opinion, but they want to share it, you know, talking face to face. Um, I noticed that there is a couple of artists um in the classical world that are trying, you know, to um uh bring up the discussion. There is um uh a friend of mine, shout out to Marina Viotti. She's a opera singer, she's she's amazing. She and she in the past she played in a metro band. And uh, so she breaks out at that topic, you know, uh, what does it mean? Does your past uh, like give you a bad name or what, because now she's singing really on huge stages and with well-known orchestras. And, and uh, I was, uh, she also wanted to do like some live interviews on Instagram and talking about the topic, but it seems that it didn't have such the impact that she wanted and I think that's a little bit sad because um, it's, uh, so it's interesting to see how many people maybe in life to life, how they like to listen to this kind of music, but sometimes Takando of also in the same time ashamed of that, you know, because it's not the howlick, it's not that yes. and that, you know, like, and I said, like, come on, I mean, in the end, I'm not judging you for your skin color and I will not judge you for the music you're listening to, you know, like, and um, yeah, uh, I think this, as you as said, communication and show what is important to you and try to be, Definitely straight and honest, but uh, but I also respect the fact that you, with your band, you broke, you decided, you know, we just want to to take to show the fun part or to bring this good vibe into our shows, into the music. As I said for those who don't know, Switches was the kind of beat down hardcore band, so there was a lot of motion, violent dancing, down tempo, and uh, <laughs> for those who know the shows, how they're going. There is a lot of kick and pushing involved. Especially, especially in Germany. <laughs> yes. G- Germany never disappoints. Yes, that's right. That's right. Uh, that's true. But also, Belgium and Holland have also such a cool, interesting music culture. You know, like I remember a couple of years ago, um, I guess you went at the 25th anniversary of Thunderdome. Not so long ago, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. and I got the same t-shirt because a good friend of mine uh, worked here in Switzerland for that show. And for those who don't know, Thunderdome is like the, what can I say, The, the greatest event of what is hardcore techno music. So totally another scene, but... I personally, I grew up with that sound. <laughs> uh, I remember my neighbor uh, in the South, um, you know, we, I, we lived like in three houses um, uh, really near to each other and we have like a, a small ro- way a road in between. So we met in the evening there in front of our houses, and he broke out this uh, compact disc. It was this this box yeah. with, with four <laughs> CDs, and and every time there was on the cover uh, a different horror character. And so yeah. I, I said, you know, like, I'm into metal, hardcore like this, but and punk. But I have to, I got a lot of respect for that scene too because I I grew up with that sound in my ears, and. Uh, uh, I don't know. This I think this is some good things to share, and that you don't have to be ashamed of something. You know, like sometimes, no, it, sometimes I'm on the train and I listen to Sefa This is one of the youngest DJ in the hard start scene right now. This I think is amazing. And then I switch and I go on 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 other punk rock or or or, or other stuff. But yeah, I
1: mean, I, I think it, I think it's good to um, like acknowledge what you like. You know, like, if you like it, you like it. If it's good, it's good. Don't be ashamed for, for it. I, I like a lot of stuff that people might think it's really shameful as well, but I don't give a shit. I just listen to it, you know. I would even buy a shirt and I, would, I, I wouldn't I care because I like it. Like, if, if there's a market for it, some people will like it. So why can't I like it, even if I'm in the work or whatever? Like, people who are, who are judging about that, are yeah, they just they didn't find, like, themselves or something. Because if you're fully hardcore and only hardcore, man, that's, that's completely bullshit. Then, again, you're telling yourself lies and trying to convince yourself you are, like I discussed before. Like, we, we our music, um, the, the, the music we like is so expanded. So we, we cannot stick only by hardcore. Otherwise, it would be boring, man. It would be boring. Yeah,
0: right. I said in every episode music is wonderful because <laughs> it has different colors like you you a taste what what is your mood today you know what to yeah. put in on your cd player empty player uh vinyl and, you know whatever and yeah that's it but you talk about t-shirt um this is something that I also this is I promise myself um that I I I give away a lot of t-shirt one and a half years ago. And now I notice that I still buying more. <laughs> but to me, for example, I love the supporting band, but also I love um, wearing a uh, t-shirt with bands of the sound that I love. And, uh, uh, I think that in these years that we uh, that I follow you on social, I noticed that also you 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 were also a little bit more into the fashion scene. Let's say of clothes, you also have those greatest uh, North Face jackets with crazy <laughs> pattern and everything. And I always like the way the whole things fit. It's good for you and your personality, you know, because. Uh, I think it was either, even from nowadays that you got all these kind of fucking influencers that, that they just, just wear something and it seems that have to be the hype. But with you, I always say, you know, I, I guess I show to some friends or uh, some picture of you say, yeah, you know, this guy, no, what does it mean? Being star-? I, I really love the way you wear, <laughs> the way you use, sometimes you, you post something and um, uh, is this a passion for you? I mean, is this a connection? Or oh, oh, maybe yeah, yeah. the question would be, where is the connection in between what you like and the way
1: you wear? But, but yeah, the thing is like, yeah, I just like to be dressed well. But it's like the key, like the key is, and also it's good that you talk about influencers. but I think influencers now, they're like, they're, they're wearing a, uh, a bunch of hype stuff, but it's like too much. It's overkill. I think... For me, I, I rather go basic, but with one item that pops out that is like, okay, this is the key item and you see it's, it's, it defines me, you know, like it's something I would wear, you know, if you see it, you know, Davey would wear it, you know? Yes. That, that it,
0: it, it I, I guess I was in tour and I was in Prague and um, I don't know, I don't remember the the place, but I, I saw this jacket and it wasn't kind of a high-up or, you know, like, or it wasn't not so even not so lame like the Louis Vuitton things, you know, just same pattern. But uh, I remember, look at this saying, Hey, that oh man! And I, I, at the time, I didn't have your number, but you, you will have received a <laughs> picture of me in Prague showing that the jacket. Was like, oh man, this is something for you, you know. And, and this, I th- in my mind, I thought it was funny because, as I said, we is so this is the first time we see each other face to face since year, but in the meantime, meanwhile, I, there have been this kind of two or three occasions when I said, "Oh, they would like enjoy this." <laughs> you know that's
1: one. Now, now you will have you will have to send me over next time. You send you see something like that, send me over, man. Sure, sure. And uh, and about about what you're telling about the band shirts, it's true. I have the same feeling because, like, um, back in the days, I was more buying streetwear, but now the more older I get, the more I buy a lot of band merch also older band merch um, because like you can wear a shirt of a skate brand and that's cool but if you wear a shirt from a band then you where well, you can feel the message and feel the passion that you feel for the shirt and it's more than it's just more than a shirt more, more than it it can even be the ugliest shirt if you enjoy the band and you're really behind the band it means so much more.
0: Yes, that's that's something that also is so important to me. Um, I guess I had the, I had because uh, after wash and a wash and wash, I have to trash it. I'm sorry. I had your crew neck, the black one with yes. the white yellow it's vicious. and I
1: wear it. nice one.
0: So many times, and some guys say, "Hey, what is vicious? Why is you wearing this?" Because it was so good. It was so simple, but it still have, like, impregnate of something, a message. And uh, this is something that uh, I like from some band that got this kind of ideas. There is, like, um, uh, one of, uh, what was one? Yeah. Yeah. There was a T-shirt from uh, Evart with a, with a ship on it. Yeah, and, that's uh, Yeah, and that was, uh, um Watch me, and then there is written like the title watch of the me song sink. Watch Me Sing. Yeah, watch me sing. Yeah. And if you know the song, I mean every time I saw this t-shirt like this, it comes in my mind the lyrics, the song, yeah. the moment when he say, Watch me sink, like a star. Like, and, say, and this is why I would wear that t-shirt, you know, like because it's <laughs> something that reminds you something. You say, I I believe in what it's like, I guess it's like wearing like a, uh, a necklace or a ring about something no
1: it's a, more it's more
0: it's more like
1: it, the half heart I have a half heart shirt where, where it's just uh, the tree and then the things we carry and at the back you have the um, the sun the sunrise with the birds yeah and that's just what watch me rise means you know like the, the album cover from the things we carry is watch me rise and just because of that song as well you know you're, you're wearing that shirt and you have the that song in the back of your mind that I'm, you're invincible, you know, like you can, you can handle the world. That day when you wear the shirt, you can handle the world. And that's nice about band bridge. You feel like you can handle the world when you wear a band shirt.
0: Yes. And I think it's even because you know that you're wearing a message, like uh, you're maybe waiting at the train station or at the bus station, walking through the streets right now. and. Uh, there is this meme right now about, uh, you know, like, uh, um, guys or girls wearing like a band shirt and older guy asking him, can yeah. you uh, well, mm-hmm. In some ways uh, I was walking through Basel and there was, um, some, some young person walking, uh, throw over me and he was wearing like a band of a, a t-shirt of a band that I like. I don't, I don't recall which one, but I really, I know that I remember the band and, and, uh, and I look at it and I didn't you know, should I say something? <laughs> you know, is Just because this could be like something that could bring us- uh, Conversation. Together, star, conversation. Man. Yeah. I, this is true story. Um, first year of university. Um, imagine being an Italian speaking, young shanty uh, here in the Swiss German part and hanging out alone. In the at the bar of the university, where everybody seems to know each other, but the fact is that nobody knows each other. At that time, it's just because they speak the same language, so it seems that everybody yeah, yeah. are so tight. And I'm there with this uh, zip up um, of Combat Kid of Wake the Dead, and um, I'm there looking around a little bit, and then a guy came to me and said, oh, do you, do you listen to Combat Kid? I say, yes. Man, after that, this person is still yeah. a good friend still right now. <laughs> His brother still live here in Basel. Uh, we went to concert together. I guess maybe he went also to Basel to listen to because it was it was uh, still living in Basel when I had Tercey Core booking. So he's, he visits sometimes some of my concerts and uh, you know, what That moment has been one of the biggest lessons I had in my life. You know, those little things, they can just ignite something bigger. And, and this is amazing. If you think it was just a hoodie, you know, uh, you recognize That's, that symbol, you recognize that word or that calligraphy, you know, or that font, you know, you know. Hey, man, this is a good band, you know. And then you start uh, talking.
1: A, yeah, it's a nice conversation starter because... Like for me, I, to start talking to people with, without any, uh, without anything, I, it's difficult for me, you know, like even to talk to girls because eh, it's like, eh, it's difficult to go to a person and ask like, Hey, how are you? This or that. I'm not like that. Um, if you start talking to me, I'm really social, but I'm not social to start talking.
0: Mm-hmm. But if
1: somebody wears like a band shirt or whatever, and it's easy to start a conversation and then you have like uh a reason to talk to that person and then then it's nice and it can go on and go on and go on and it's nice to know get to know people like that
0: yes yes and um i don't know i don't want to sound critic or hold but i'm not fan of those new stars putting out bands uh, show, or taking pictures with band shirts just because it's cool, you know? <laughs> I have to be honest, I, I, I'm not scared to say this. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not, uh, I don't feel it, you know? And I think it's a little bit sad in the end.
1: No, but imagine if they were a hardcore shirt and young kids are like, hmm, what's that? And they search it up and they get into hardcore just because of that, then it's all fine for me.
0: Yeah, of course. That will be like the bright side of, of the thing. So yeah, you see. <laughs> no, the, I guess I want to put uh, put to the test the idea yeah, of having your own opinion. You know, right now. <laughs> no, but this is true. That's that's true. I mean, I think that uh, in the end, I was watching on YouTube uh, Miley Cyrus singing a song from Blondies, and she sang uh, "Nothing Else Matters" with Metallica. And um, yeah, yeah. I mean, with all the, the words and scandals and, you know, about this specific person, in the end, she can sing. She, she even, she did, she did this, um, this Blondie covers, Call on Me, and she sings it's so good. And, oh, my, wait. Uh, Oh, maybe no, she didn't sing that song. I don't remember which song she... Oh, sorry. I guess, <laughs> I, guess I just fucked up. If everybody... Um, Who cares? <laughs> if, yeah, if everybody just go on YouTube and check it out, uh, Miley Sarus, and you will find voice It's one of the newest videos. And yeah, I fucked up the title of the song, but just listen to the voice. That's just to say, this is interesting a, a very interesting combination, you know, like, um, to see uh, the, how young artists have the perception of those that are now hold, let's say like this. Um, But uh, yeah, I mean, this is, I think this is progress. This is, um, I was talking with a friend of mine about a band called the Tetrarch and um, they are doing some kind of metalcore with a lot of influence of new metal. The kind of distortion the way they play the drumming it reminds me a little bit um not not a little bit it reminds me of iowa of slipknot i mean this kind of albums uh, but at the same time it's really really refreshing you know it's you see that they are young they got another there is another energy behind and this is so interesting and and it's also say oh okay that's cool that they're still banned that I, want to, I don't know. I think that there's been a, a period, even in the hardcore scene, where a lot of bands try really to go hard in being experimental or really try something new. But in this specific case, I think they found the right balance in between keeping one fit into, into what is new and one fit in what is, let's say, the solid ground of the genre. And uh, they put out an interesting album and um, so I've uh, told to the audience listening to the episode. Also check it out, uh, Tetrarch, you find uh, um, really nice videos and, and, um, and audios uh, on YouTube and all the online platforms. And uh, I don't know if you know the, the, the band, the German band uh, Eskimo Cowboy.
1: From name, yeah. Not from, uh, never listened to it though, but I know from name.
0: Yeah, (laughs) for ages, it was the same to me because I think when they uh, come um, in Auge, they were like this kind of glam, not glam, but really fashion bands, you know. It was metal. It was also kind of hardcore, but uh, look at the name, but I wasn't really so interested to get into the band, you know, like maybe because they as they look like it happened the same to me with like Bring Me The Horizon at the beginning was, no, it's not my thing. But then with the time I started enjoying the sound. And um, now they are re- releasing songs with so crazy videos, but they are mixing, you know, a lot of our influence, melodies and techno into it. And I don't know. I, I really, I I really enjoyed it, and I think that this period of COVID, and you know, like they a lot of bands are They found really a good uh, a good way to to how to work on their sound or new ideas and new project. So not everything is bad right now. I think.
1: No, I think uh, people had time to reflect on uh, on themselves and also yeah on their bands. And with more time that has been created, because yeah, if there are no shows, you have more time to, um, to rehearse and to or rehearse or online and to think about music and make music. And I think really good stuff has come up from all of that. And new bands popped up as well because people were really bored and they started new bands.
0: Yeah, that's a good, good thing. Yeah. And it's
1: like that, people are bored. I was bored as well. That's why I also started a new band and started some other stuff that, that I did. Because yeah, you don't you don't have any shows to do, but you want to still are into the music and you still want to do stuff with music. So you start doing stuff like that or experiment with stuff, which is nice.
0: Yeah, this is one of the reason uh, why I really start the podcast project because I had this idea for years. I would like to do this and that and that. But never find the time between jobs, coming out late, coming home late from work, the day after, running there and there. You don't have the time, but you have the time maybe on the train to 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 try to find some new ideas, but when I can really put everything to the test. And and this has been one of the greatest things that happened in the last year, I would say. But I have one question because uh, you you have become father three years ago. Yes. And uh, this, the fact that you you started your own family, didn't change uh, in some way. Didn't change much the f- the way you are living your passion for your music and uh, the passion for the music scene. No, at Like um, yeah. you have
1: a lot of people who, who, who do. But uh, I was always like, um, I before I had uh, Neil, I was like, oh no, I'm going to have a kid, so. It's gonna change a lot. My life is going to be completely over. Uh, the panic, the panic. But then eventually, I was like, okay, now I'm going to choose to be a good father and just to try to be myself. Uh, and uh, and I and I, I, I succeeded in it, and I still succeed in it to have um, a good balance between music and scene and being a good parents for new. And I think uh, like you have a lot of people who are really focused on their kids, which is fine, but you still have to realize that you also are more than just a parent. You're also, uh, I don't know, you you also have hobbies. You also want to do things um, on your own. And um, like, I I want people to see me as Davy and not as a a dad, just as, as Davy. I'm still Davy and not only a dad.
0: But I can only imagine the great energy also you bring to your kids. I mean, you come home and you, you after this kind of experience and, and in some way you share this with you or maybe the day we'll see you live, you know, like, oh, that's my dad, you know, like, this it's, is crazy. He, he,
1: he knows what my music is. He says, so it's that music. Um, he has Gorilla Biscuit merch. Which actually he has a shirt and a hoodie, and it's his favorite is oh the, the monkey shirt. It's from Daddy Music. He really likes it, and he uh, he knows how to mosh. So when the music plays, he like he, he he hits, and he also starts shouting. So he knows
0: oh. <laughs> he knows. So what's... May, so maybe he will follow your step also to the music. The dream is to have his
1: uh, Neil and all his friends and me, and it's Davy and the kids. Or <laughs> it reversed, uh, it would be Neil and all me and my friends, and eh? that is Neil and the old sacks. Would be
0: nice. <laughs> this is a good. I, l- I like this 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 uh, this this project. These ideas. I mean, the the, the way we, uh, so this is interesting, the, the way we want to involve some, not just the people around us or, or sharing with with the passion, as we said before, um, you're wearing a T-shirt and you start to talk to somebody. So you're starting to share the idea, or you're, you're into that music, or you know that band and everything, and you start building your connection and your network. Um, but this is uh, in between friends, but when this happened, into your family this is I mean I don't have child at the moment uh, children so and then uh, I can I can just imagine you know, but the idea is amazing I mean because because the feedback you receive um, and uh, the, as I said this energy that that, that that even if you don't say words or even but you're just your presence I think we, we ask people we vibrate in different ways and you know and and other people can feel it and in this case I suppose your son can also feel uh, the, the passion you have for this this specific thing
1: if I get excited uh, when music gets on he really feels it and he, he joins me so uh, that's nice I hope it's like, inclusive yeah it, uh, we will see in a few years what what his kind of music taste will be. I don't care. He can choose whatever he wants. Would be nice if if he's into hardcore, but we'll see uh, what happens. And it, I think it's it's a good thing that he already knows what hardcore is, and and maybe he he tries to keep the values of hardcore also in his hearts, apart from the music. Who knows?
0: Yes, values. This is something that I think sometimes uh, it's a, it's a word, and it's something that. Uh, a lot of people don't really understand what does it mean because it's not something quite uh, difficult in the end. It's something that comes out from, from yourself. So if you're... And uh, it's something that doesn't need a school. It's something that you you learn. I think the most you communicate, the most you interact with people, the most you understand what does it mean having values, in this case, for the music and for the scene. Um, but... Um, how how is the music scene right now in Belgium? There is some good bands coming up, or, or it's or it's just like well, we have. But um, well, the first show was we, we already had the first show.
1: It was with uh, Mind War and Babel and uh, other bands, um, and that was really good. I was really happy. I like it. It has been a while since I've been that happy. I was so I was smiling all the time. And Kevin Pictures even cried. So uh, <laughs> it was uh, pretty intense. Um, we also doing a concert 23rd of um, October with a lot of Bel- Belgian bands that are going to be there. And yet, there, of course, there are a lot of uh, new bands uh, that started and that are uh, yeah, now trying to play shows and, and this or that. Like you, you have a band called The Last, you have a... Um, crucified who uh, just played their uh, first show so we have a game changer now uh, that um, we're going to play our first show as well and we also have an emo band called fever child which is really really good uh, that is also going to play their first show so all those called corona bands or uh, pre-corona bands uh, post-corona bands they uh, want to play shows and it's good to have, like, new blood in the, in the scene and we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, I can already see all the patches or pins, like, post-COVID hardcore scene or post-COVID hardcore kids, you know, like, <laughs> this is, yeah. this, I think that uh, the scene will also uh, release a lot of, of nice gadget about this because something that I really always loved was always this idea of pins, uh, um uh the 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 patches patches there was something that belongs yeah for uh I mean in my mind it was always belonging more into the metal scene, you know these jeans jackets with patches, but I notice nowadays that i I I wear those also on other shirts and other uh, jackets that I have and it it's something really cool because it makes things even more real those are those the tags belonging to the scene or the way people are wearing, that give uh, more uh, credentials, give more um, give more colors uh, uh, and flavor of uh, uh, the whole things, you know. It's not just wearing that color or wearing that kind of pants, but it's also you put it on it something and, yeah, it's it's cool. <laughs> that's something that I would say that's cool, yeah. I
1: feel you with that, man. I feel you 100%.
0: That's great. Hey, Debbie, we are going slowly uh, at the end, uh, arriving at the end of this episode. Uh, What can I say? For all the audience um, that have followed the episode, as I said at the beginning, years ago, I had the chance to book your band here in Basel. We had the chance to meet each other. And, um, you know, something interesting when you say about being shy, you know. uh, At the time... um, I remember being more shy than I am right now. and But now I notice that uh, there's a lot of people that I met during the, those years uh, that have a, such a huge impact in my life right now that I'm 35 and um, and I'm so blessed for that. So I'm glad that you accept to be part of my podcast because not just you're part of this project, but also we had the chance to to see each other, to get in touch. We sh- finally share numbers, you know, like, and thanks to technology, we have the chance to also to, to keep in touch a little bit more easily. So um, thank you very much. And, uh, you know, I can't wait to listen to all your new projects, all new ideas. Uh, I will, um, all for the audience, you, um, you all will find all the links for Instagram or Bandcamp you need. um for, for listening to the project of Debbie and if you have the chance buy some merch because I think uh Vicious still have some some merch to sell maybe also the other bands so let's go for it all right thank you for being a part of
1: this uh and yeah we'll I hope to see you soon and I hope to to come over to Basel once just to chill and and talk and and, and hang out and or whatever and Yeah, we'll see. We will definitely see each other or meet up
0: for sure, man. We will do it. Thank you very much, Debbie. I wish you all the best and stay safe. Take care, man. Check this out. we